Hello, my name is Izzy Bianco, and today I will be speaking and recording this podcast on my analysis and book review of the classic autobiography called My Own Words, written by the one and only Ruth Bader Ginsburg. This podcast will be for a recently assigned independent reading book project for AP Language and Composition. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, known as the notorious RBG, has left an amazing mark on women's rights, the law, and especially with her role in the United States Supreme Court. This book was Ruth Bader Ginsburg's first published book, and it was published back in 2016. In My Own Words, Ginsburg, with writers Mary Hartnett and Wendy W. Williams, are able to do amazing work to tie together some of her most incredible works over her long career, to produce a work very relevant to the present and ongoing challenges of the 21st century in America. Mary Hartnett and Wendy W. Williams put the speeches and writing into context and showed just how RBG's written work reflected and framed her career. This book is a small collection of the vast amount of written records of Ginsburg's long and distinguished career. Because this book is only a small selection of Ginsburg's written work, it is incredible to be able to look at which studies she decided to include and her reasons why, which, which each one is specifically used to outline her career as a Supreme Court Justice. In my own words, the book is broken up into different sections and topics that are important to discuss when viewing Ginsburg's personal life, professional life, and career. There is a section of the book that covers her earlier years, and Ginsburg also includes a section dedicated to to her important work in gender, gender equality and her views on judging and the justice system. Overall, the book is divided into five sections. The first section contains articles written from her childhood and college. This section also includes her relationship with Justice Antonia Scalia. As well, she discussed the relationship between conservative and liberal judges that have worked and who she herself have worked with on the bench. In section two, she writes praise to other women who are respected on their own. In the 1970s, Ruth Bader Ginsburg advocated gender equality before the law, using her legal skills she had. And the 1970s saw many of these social and legal gains for women in this time area. Section 3 of the book includes her role in legal briefs and statements about females as equals before the law. Also, this section includes her appointment by President Jimmy Carter to the U.S. Court of Appeals. Ginsburg decided to also detail how she was chosen by President Bill Clinton to become a U.S. Supreme Court Justice in the year 1993. In Section 4, she talks about her remarks as a Supreme Court Justice. And finally, in, in the last section, Section 5, Ginsburg shows and speaks about her writings from her time on the court as a justice. This section also contains speeches she made about certain high-profile cases that are important to view because some are still highly relevant and up for debate to this day and present day. In this incredible work by Ginsburg, the book showed predominant themes of her life and work such as gender equality, Jewish equality, and the way in which she interpreted the Constitution and its role in guiding her to the bench in the United States Supreme Court. Something that I enjoyed about in this book was that the many was that many of the opinions that she gave on people, her likes and dislikes, depended less upon the way in which another voted and more upon the way in which they lived. On page 41 of the book, Ginsburg recalls a bad day for her personally where she was confined in a hospital in Heracline, Crete in 1999. This was the beginning of, for RBG in her long battle with collectoral cancer that she battled for over 20 years. Justice Scalia, who as a justice had much different views as Ginsburg, was the one who specifically recommended Heracline Crete for Ginsburg. What I love, though, about this page was that they include a question that was asked to Justice Scalia, and the question was, 
How can you and Justice Ginsburg be friends, given your disagreement on lots of things? And what I love, and I think this answer served as an overall idea that should be how the justice, United States justice system should be today, is that he said, and I quote, I attack ideas, I don't attack people. Some very good people have some very bad ideas. And if you can't separate the two, you gotta get another day job. You don't wanna be a judge, at least not a judge on a multi-member panel. I think what is interesting is how, no matter what, Justice Scalia might disagree with someone like Justice Ginsburg's beliefs and opinions in the court cases, he was someone who was always there for Ruth throughout her time on the bench. Later on in the book, Ginsburg confirms this idea, but put into her own personal opinion. She says on page 60, and I quote, All of us appreciate that the institution we serve is far more important than the particular individuals who compose the court's bench at any given time. And our job, in my view, is the best work a jurist anywhere could have. Our charges to pursue justice as best we can. I love this quote from the book because it really shows how Ginsburg was as a justice serving on the bench in the Supreme Court. She loved her job and knew how important her job was, and that is why she took so much pride in what she did each and every day. In my opinion, I think the part and section of the book that was my personal favorite was part three, which was labeled on gender equality and women and the law. Ginsburg herself was a huge advocate on promoting women's rights and especially promoting women's rights in the justice system of America. During the decades of her life, Ginsburg helped act as a voice for women and even men in countless ways, from education to workplace discrimination and healthcare. She also co-founded the Women's Rights Project at the ACLU as a lawyer and brought and argued the cases that led the High Court to affirm protections against gender discrimination. One case that Ginsburg discusses in depth in the book is the case called United States vs. Virginia from 1996. She uses this case in depthly and describes it in my own words to show her prominent cases to explain the sex discrimination faced in the United States. This case was viewing how female students were being excluded from joining the Virginia Military Institution. This court case was an obstacle to face in the goal of advancing equal rights for women in the United States. This was ultimately a successful ruling in the end, and women were finally allowed to be able to serve in this military institution. In the book, Justice Ginsburg also speaks on her work with the ACLU, and she explains how it is still an important aspect and movement in light of the gender discrimination faced today. The ACLU, or the American Civil Liberties Union as the acronym stands for, is where Ruth was hired to run and be the director of the Women's Rights Project. Ginsburg led the ACLU in a host of important legal battles, many before the Supreme Court, that established the foundation for the current legal prohibitions against sex discrimination in this country, and helped lay the groundwork for future women's rights advocacy. In an article I found specifically about Ginsburg's work at ACLU, it stated that, quote, by 1974, the Women's Rights Project and ACLU affiliates had participated in over 300 sex discrimination cases. Between 1969 and 1980, the ACLU participated in 66% of gender discrimination cases decided by the Supreme Court. Ginsburg, in her book, also discusses many incredible influences that guided her through her time in law and on the Supreme Court. She uses the book to comment on her admiration of key female figures that impacted her own growth as a justice. One of these key figures for Ginsburg was Sandra Day O'Connor. Justice Connor was the first female Supreme Court justice. She had one of the most major impacts on Justice Ginsburg because of how much she did for women in the world of justice in the United States and how her being the first justice helped spark this wave of women in the law in the country. And another important influence to Ginsburg was Gloria Steinem. 
who was a spokeswoman and social political activist of the American feminist movement during the 1960s and 1970s. After reading this incredible autobiography about the Supreme Court justice herself, it has allowed me to really appreciate and value the work that the judges and the people in these high positions in government and the country, and what they do for our country. The Founding Fathers all those years ago set in place a foundation for the democracy that we live in today. And it is incredible to see how people like Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg have been one of those important people to help carry out the law and order in this country. I loved reading this book, and I was even more excited to record this podcast to help honor Ginsburg since her recent passing from pancreatic cancer back in September of 2020. I highly recommend anyone who is interested in our government or history or just incredibly powerful female voices to read this book called My Own Words by Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Thank you.